about half nine at night, 25 to 10, in the field of gold with clovey. It's quite cool. I've just eaten a baked potato and I'm walking it off. So I was just going to unpack a wee bit of how yesterday went down because it was a strange day. I had a great conversation with Nate Kelly from the Sobriety Diaries. That's the first time I've I've had a conversation with another content creator in the recovery space. So I enjoyed it immensely and I hope that we can do some more of that. Because I came off the call feeling quite, quite buzzed. And it reminded me of how I used to feel when I got off a guitar teaching call or when I had someone actually at the house to teach. I always felt buzzy afterwards. And also for a brief spell when I did coaching. And that's something I'm going to come back to in a minute. So I got off the call with Nate, felt good. And then it all turned around pretty fast after that actually. And it's because of the the work situation and the financial situation that we're in at the house. My wife is working to deadlines that are difficult to manage. She's running a company and the burden of stress is getting worse. So much so that she's she's really struggling. And that fact led me into a bit of a downward spiral. It was like a feeling of helplessness and a feeling of guilt because, you know, I feel responsible, partly at least, for the situation that we're in, by which I mean I'm not really bringing in much money and she's having to work 18-hour days, sometimes longer in order to keep us afloat. And despite all that, we're actually not afloat. We've gone under. And it's difficult. I don't really see a way out. That was until I started writing about how I was feeling this morning. But before that, when I was in the downward spiral last night, it was actually pretty bad. And some Pretty bad thoughts going around my head. Felt lonely. I felt helpless, as I've said. I didn't know what to do, so I went to bed. I didn't binge on sugar. I mean, alcohol's kind of been removed from me, and I'm, you know, I say that with awareness that complacency is a killer. But, in fact, there's no alcohol in the house, so the only way that I could have indulged that, if I was of a mind to, would be to go out. And going out isn't something that I take lightly either. So, you know, I was safe from that. No prescription drugs in the house that are going to give me a buzz. I've managed to knock that on the head, thankfully. 
so I went to bed, that's all I could think of to do. That's a coping mechanism of mine. Just try and block it out. So I went to bed, lay there for a while. Started drifting off and then my wife came home from being out feeding the horses. And I thought about getting up but I didn't. Just lay there. <coughs> Fell asleep. Now it was me till the morning. Well, I woke up when she came to bed. I woke up when my phone pinged because I hadn't put it into do not disturb mode. Well, I had, but because my wife and my daughter are both VIPs on my contacts list and so do not disturb doesn't keep them at bay. And they were having a conversation about some, some interesting stuff that I won't go into. Anyway, so, <coughs> yeah, I went to sleep. Woke up when she came to bed at like half two, which is early for her. And it's always a relief for me when she comes to bed because she doesn't always. And then I got up this morning and I was like, what the fuck am I going to do? So I wrote it down. Morning Pages is once again one of the highest, most useful things that I do every day. Highly recommend it. And after I'd written my pages, I, know, I usually write a bit of text on the posts when I'm publishing my, paste, my pages. And so I did that, I put up some text and I got talking about coaching. So, having been reintroduced to the coaching world through connecting with Nate, because Nate does podcast coaching, he's just starting a business, he's a young entrepreneur, he's you know, I could learn from him how he goes about reaching out to potential guests like he did with me, that kind of thing. But through listening to his podcast, which I did to get a feel for who he was before we had the chat, and he talks to lots of other people in the recovery space, and most of them seem to be coaching in some way or another. So, I look back at how it went down for me when I did a brief spell of coaching in 2020, beginning of 2021. So just after I came out of Ali Abdul's YouTuber Academy, which was November 2020. So I started 2021 as a coaching client of Hassan Kuba. Hassan wrote, or co-wrote a book called the Unfair Advantage, which I read. He was one of Ali Abdal's kind of guest speakers in cohort one. Lovely guy. And at the end of the course, he did some soliciting to try and get some coaching clients. And he did. He got me, amongst others. So I signed up with him because he was quite keen to coach me into becoming a coach. And at that time, I hadn't really come across the whole coaches, coaching, coaches thing that you see so much of online these days. But once I did start to see that, it started to feel a bit... Uh, coaches, coaching, coaches. It's just a whole circle jerk thing. And I started to feel a bit impostery. 
typical for me, typical for a lot of us, right? So I ended up with three clients. I got my first one at the end of March, 21. And then another two quite soon after that. But they weren't recovery. They weren't looking for recovery or help with any addiction issues. They were looking for productivity coaching, which was felt a little disingenuous because here I was with a YouTube channel with no monetization and still isn't actually and here I am coaching people how to meet their targets and all of that stuff I mean it was good I wasn't terrible at it I did okay I think got some nice feedback anyway and yeah, I quite enjoyed it. And I, that's the thing I remember is when I got off those calls, I always felt buzzy. That, you know, like it was something I could do more of. And then I stopped. I was like, nah, this isn't really, you know. But now, here we are two years later, and I'm back to thinking. I really do have something to offer. I've got, I'm coming up now in 18 years of not picking up alcohol. And through those 18 years, I've been doing the program. You know, sometimes harder than other times, but I've always had my head in the program because that's how I got sober, or that's how I stopped drinking. And so now, with my continuing to take personal inventory through my morning pages, that's a programmatic exercise. And trying to carry out these principles in all my affairs to improve my conscious contact with God through prayer and meditation, I am doing the steps it's become part of my life and I think I could really help people even people who aren't AA minded people who are in the online space people who are getting sober through other means I think I've got the wisdom the experience, the strength and the hope that could help other people and at the same time lift me and my family out of this financial difficulty that we're in. So that was what came out in my morning pages today. After a downward spiral last night, I think it was that that kind of kicked me into the weeds. Oh no, the opposite, pulled me out of the weeds and got me thinking about how to start to build myself a business that that rescues me and my family from the debt that we're in and the financial struggles that we're facing with with our children being teenagers now and having different needs more expensive needs educational needs and we want to be able to provide for both of them without their having to feel any kind of guilt 
we want to give them the best chance. I mean, obviously, that's what parents do, isn't it? So, now I'm faced with the idea, the kind of conundrum of how to start. So, I've revived the coaching page I had on my website, camscampbell.com. I've republished it, but I haven't gone through the 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 capture portion of it. How to get your name, how to get you to apply if it's something you're interested in trying. I'm having a look at testimonials. I do have some testimonials that I can put up. So I'm looking at how to do that, technically speaking. Put sliders on my website and stuff. I'm not a coder. And I've got a ghost website, so I'm trying to figure out how to do that. And start to build a business that I'm not... I'm not becoming social media marketing with it. Something that's aligned with my values and my and who I am, you know. And I think to that end, my content, such as it is, my morning pages particularly, but also my YouTube channel, my podcast feed, they're going to be tools that I use to put my message out there, which is what I'm doing anyway. But if I can have some kind of call to action as part of my message something like if you've enjoyed what I've said if you've learned anything from it and found it helpful and you'd like to go a little deeper reach out you know I'm a fledgling coach now there we go I'm just putting it out there and I'm ready to help you and I know that through helping you it will help me not just financially but Spiritually, mentally, because I get to keep my sobriety by giving it to you. That's how it works. So, if you've watched this far, thank you. You're obviously one of my true fans. And if you think I can help you, just let me know. Simple as that. No online forums, nothing like that. Maybe that will come. But just hit me up. Cams at camscampbell.com that'll get through to me or twitter at camuel I'm on there quite a lot or leave a comment on a youtube video and I'll catch it that way thanks for listening and wish me luck bye All the way around the field of gold, Clovey. That was quite good fun, wasn't it? That was quite good fun. Quite good fun. Ah, the nights are drawing in, aren't they? The nights are fair drawing in. That's funny, that takes me back to lying in a hospital bed in Cross House. And laughing when the nurse came out with that while my mum was visiting. She must have been a... She sounded like a Kilmarnock woman. At least that's where Cross House is. For those that don't know. Close to Kilmarnock. And this friendly wee nurse that used to come in and pull my curtains for me at night. And make sure my water jug was topped up. <laughs> 
She pulled the curtains and she said, ah, the nights are fair drawing in. It's a nice memory. Which is weird because, you know, hospital. Smashed up leg. A young soldier. Just halfway through his training. Lying there on a hospital bed. And now I'm feeling nostalgic and looking back on it with fondness. <laughs> That's a good rugger-dugger, Clover. It was a good rugger-dugger. The berries are on the round trees here. How come ours doesn't have berries? I'm saying, how come ours doesn't have berries? Although we don't, I mean, I like how they look. I don't like them falling on the garden though, and then getting squashed onto the driveway. Not so keen on that. But we get to look at them. So, a few berries. Just like Colin Berry, an old army pal from my first year in Harrogate. Army Apprentices College, HG32SE, Penny Pot Lane, Harrogate. It's now the Army Foundation College. But that's where I was, 1988, June, age 16. A young soldier. His whole life ahead of him. <laughs> now my son's 17. He's already past the age I was when I joined up. He'll be coming up to the age I was when I fell off the cliff. So it was July 1989, August, September, October, so three months before my birthday. So that means when Hamish is 17 and nine months, so another half year or so. A bit more than that. Remember the age I was on that fateful day when I fell 40 feet off a cliff. Smashed up my leg. Changed my life. A turning point, a crossroads. It all changed that day. And the result of that change it's led me right to where I am right now, standing on the hill of beans outside Mr Angry's house, just past the gauntlet on the hill of beans, so I'm safe if any traffic comes, watching Clover eat the grass, trying to get him, all because I fell off a cliff when I was 17.
Here we are, Clovey. Home sweet Justin. The nice gate that I fixed. I'm still chuffed about that. I did that. And it's held. Must be two weeks now since I fixed it. And it hasn't broke again. How about that, Clovery? Seen how about that? Chipper would be proud. Oh, Chipper. Is it time for your wee biscuit? Are you going to get a wee biscuit, Clovey? Here we go. Biscuit time. Good girl. Right, time to download this media. Get it published. Here we go.